Well, hello there. Welcome to another episode of Destiny Midweek. Hope y'all are all doing well. I'm Mark, and I'm joined with my brother and pastor, Matt. Hello, howdy. Hey there. So how are you doing? Doing good. Good. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Yeah? No. No corona yet? No, nothing yet. Uh, Carrie's been a little under the weather the last couple of days, but I think it's just, she hasn't been coughing. Okay. So I think she's okay. Our Two of our kids have had a fever the last two days, but they're doing better today. So maybe it was just a another bug. Yeah. Or hope, like, hopefully it was Corona and they got over it that quick, but I don't think that's no, Hopefully the way not because then you shouldn't be here. Yeah, it's a good point. But it's just the unknowns. It is. It's the unknown. And that's how it just spreads and spreads and spreads. But yeah. uh we had church Sunday. Yeah, we had church. Probably we, the first of its kind for us in the history of yeah, our 79 years, 78 years as a church. 68. No. Are you serious? Yeah, 1941. Wow. That's right. I was doing yeah, that. we have T-shirts that say seventy-five on them. Oh, that's right. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, eighty just sounds like. Yeah, we're coming. We're we're creeping in on eighty. It seems like we were just doing sixty, throwing the frisbees during service. Yeah, I mean, twenty years ago, I guess. Yeah, twenty years goes by quick. It sure does. So yeah, in our eighty-year history, we've never done a live stream only. Right service and we did have we did have some people there mm-hmm. from the worship team and then people who came that didn't get the word that it was canceled right so that was that was nice having you know a, f- a few people in there Th- this sunday though i i and there were some visitors too which was great yeah uh, well not really i mean it was it's always great to have visitors but you want your house to be prepared when you have visitors come over yeah and but i, I didn't feel like we right were. I heard from someone though that they really got to minister to one of the visitors. Good. So good. It worked out. I I got to talk to one of them and I said, uh, you know, explain the situation. And he said he was looking at his watch when he walked in and he was looking around like, because it was already after 1030, the worship was already going. And I I walked up to him and explained the situation. And he said, yeah, man, I thought maybe it was just because of spring break. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I said, no, it's this uh, this other thing called coronavirus. Right. And he, he understood. That's good. We'll probably never see him again, but uh, well, who knows? Yeah. I just, I felt so, just kind of like you got caught with your hand in the cookie jar. Yeah. You know, just was, I, I just felt a little embarrassed by the situation. Yeah, because, I mean, we had people there, obviously, so we couldn't lock the doors. I mean, we right. could have, but it's like, but I, well, why are the doors locked when there's 20 cars out here? And Yeah, th- this Sunday, so we're live streaming again this Sunday mm-hmm. because the president has asked us to not gather in groups of larger than 10. Mm-hmm. So we had, I don't know, maybe there was 30 people here Sunday? Yeah, probably. So we're not, I don't, we're not going to be able to do what we did again yeah. this Sunday. So uh, we will be locking the doors Sunday and we'll put a, uh, a sign up that, tells people where they can go and get the live stream and even if you don't so we're streaming on facebook live Mm -hmm. 
But even if you don't have Facebook, you can still type in the link on your browser and, and watch go, it and go to the our our Facebook page and watch the stream. You don't have to have a Facebook page. That's good to know. Yeah, so you can do that or you could join the 3 billion other people that use Facebook. Yeah. And just make a an account. You can make a burner account. Mhm. Mhm. A fake account. Yeah. Type in somebody else's name, John Travolta. Make a name. 99 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You could type in my name and impersonate me. Wouldn't be the first time. Wouldn't be the first time as someone was trying to solicit people on my behalf mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. What was their email? Pastor Matt Destiny at yeah, gmail.com. Like that. That, was, that was funny. Do you know what he was asking people for? Gift cards. Gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> i mean the sad thing is it if this person it looks legit right when it comes from right. i mean and know, he had a good strategy go to the website find the leaders yeah just get their email addresses yeah. people man if they would apply themselves right to productive endeavors yes who knows what they could accomplish with their life who knows but so anyways you still had a message yeah so that we could still, still have worship. We put the worship, it. put the worship on the live stream. Yeah, that was the first time. Also, it, it was, and we're going to do that again this Sunday. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yes, and yeah. So we we still had a message. We we didn't get any questions in this week, mm-hmm. but that's okay. I just I just take it that when no questions come in, you've done every you've I've uncovered every rock and nook and cranny and. Mm-hmm. People are just well satisfied. Right. It's kind of like at the end of a meal mm. when the waiter comes around mm-hmm. and he says, do you guys want dessert? And you're like, oh, no. Yeah. I'm satisfied. I just take it like that. Sometimes, though, also, I'm just so ready to get out of that restaurant. So there's two sides of it. But I believe that they were satisfied. But the reason you're probably ready to get out of the restaurant is because you've got screaming kids, Right. Yes. I mean, doesn't that just totally transform your dining experience? I don't know what you're talking about. My kids have like a a 25-minute threshold timer that's ticking I think the times I'm ready to get out of a restaurant is when I'm having dinner with you and your kids. Right. So you know what I'm talking about. That's a joke. It's great. Uh, Yeah, so... Children's pastor here. (laughs) (laughs) You put out a video. I did. For the kids, yeah. I thought that was great. Oh, My thanks. kids, Heather said she came downstairs and our kids were watching it. <laughs> How? On our TV. They had loaded up the YouTube app and had, because you had put it on the Destiny YouTube channel. Uh-huh. And You're subscribed I'm to subscribed that. I'm subscribed to that. I see. That that's what came up. And oh, that's, that's great. What they were she came down and <laughs> she was like, where did you guys get this? I'm like, it's Uncle Mark. So before the she had even gotten the email, yeah, our kids had already found it. So subscribe to us on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, we're going to be putting out a lot of stuff. I'm going to be doing that every week while we're not here. That's great. You got to you got to figure out a way to put it on Instagram too. Yeah, we got there's like you can do and you IG, and Facebook, T- Facebook video, TV. We're for for millennials, we're kind of no, not that we're, tied into social media. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, so you know. I don't know if if you when you upload 
a video on Instagram that's like over 30 seconds if it automatically makes it like an Instagram TV thing. I don't even know what that is. You don't know what that is? Like no. y- you've never watched a video that was in in the video is so long that it said like click yeah, you just this click on the button. bottom left uh-huh. and it takes you to the longer version. Right. I that, think that longer version is called Instagram TV. It's like a different app? No, it's the same app. And it's just the different name. So one maybe. Why, why do they have to call it something different? What does that even do? It well, doesn't matter. It doesn't. Um <laughs> so yeah, so I'll, I'll put that, but I mean, I, I link to it mm-hmm. on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if I need to upload it to Facebook as well. Yeah. So we'll think about it. I wonder if people, because we're, we're, we're going to right now, we are ramping up our social media oh, yeah. email output. Yeah. I've sent three mass emails to the church, four, mm-hmm. four mass emails to the church in the last, since Thursday. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we're now Tuesday. You and every pastor in America. Right. But hopefully our people aren't on other people's, other churches' email list. Yeah. And so the hope, hopefully they're not getting bombarded. I'm on a lot of my pastor friends' email list. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm being bombarded. Yeah. And I follow my pastor friends and their churches on social. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm being bombarded and... I just hope our church isn't like, oh my gosh, these people turn it off, <laughs> dial it back. I think they get it. Like this thing is changing every day. It, I mean, moment by moment. But we have multiple things throughout the week, right? So we're constantly needing to release updates, right? But I, I, I mean, just before we started recording here, I sent out another mass update that changes everything. Yeah. I think this will be the last one you need to send out for a while. Right. I think. Unfortunately. Right. I, w- I would love to be sending one out next week saying, everything's back. Yeah. Doors are open. The virus is gone. Come on back. Come back. I mean, when that happens, it's, it's going to be like when the Israelites were freed. I hope not because not many of them came back. <laughs> Only like, Five percent. No, when yeah. from Egypt. Oh, from Egypt. Yeah, that's the Exodus. Yeah, yeah. So oh, sorry when they whatever, however you want to. Uh, then that. they like wandered in the wilderness. Yeah, and that's they true. Complained. Then they show up to church and they're they're used to sitting on their couch watching you. And it's too loud. You know they can't pause me to go potty. Can't and, eat my Doritos. Exactly. I mean, who eats Doritos at ten thirty a.m.? But this quarantine diet. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> I mean, how are you going to be vegan? Like, fresh produce is kind of hard to come by. You know, we are thinking about that, and I think we'll be okay. Because there's, there's a lot of, like, small shops around town that have fruit and... I see. Veggies, and, like, there's, like, these Mediterranean stores, and... Okay, get some olives. Yeah, well, I think we'll be all right. Cool. It's you guys that the meat is just gone. Yeah, but you can can it. It stores. You can can meat? Yeah, so like you buy chicken, sat, like chicken, mm. shredded chicken. Like and They th- sell steak in a can? No, I don't I don't know. I think that's called dog food. I see. Alpo. No, but like Heather got a big thing of like chicken breast in a can. Oh, yeah, like the you make you can chicken, make like salad. chicken salad. Yeah. Throw some mayo and yeah. relish in there. Yeah. Although the other day she didn't have mayo, so she made it with ranch. Really? Yeah. <laughs> How was that? 
I, I couldn't even taste the difference. Well, I don't know. I'm so hungry. It's interesting. If if everybody was was plant based, we probably wouldn't even be having this pandemic in the first place. Okay, just something to think about. Well, sure, especially in China where they're eating snakes and bats and wolves and tigers and get all their viruses mixed together. Yeah, and they're exactly got like dogs pooping on chickens and. <laughs> Have you watched those videos about how the viruses start? Yeah, I haven't, I, haven't seen a, I haven't seen a video of a dog pooping on a chicken yet, but yeah. So they got like they got like these animals in cages, and they're just all on top of each other, and so all of their urine and feces yeah, just, just falls all everywhere. over each other, and then they just slaughter them right on top of each right other. There, and then you're eating. Well, they call it wet wet market. A wet market. Yeah, because it's just all just that name in itself. Sick. <laughs> it's sick. Golly. So, so uh, anyways, uh, anyway, we love Chinese people. We do. And I love Chinese food. You do. But stop doing that wet market stuff, please. I'm pretty sure though it'll be stopped for a while. Yeah, but that's what happened with uh swine flu. Mm-hmm. They shut them down for like 2 years, but then, then they came back. Yeah. Cuz there's money in it. They make tons of money. Mhm. The love of money is the root of all evil and viruses. Yeah. All right. So you have four points on I Sunday. Did. We, we continued our series in the book of Acts, and I think we're going to continue to do that as we as we hunker down and self-quarantine and yeah. social distance from mm-hmm. one another. But yeah, had four points on Sunday from Acts chapter 2, the end of that chapter. It's actually one of my favorite passages in the whole book of Acts, and would have loved to had a packed house to share it with the church, but shared it on our stream yeah it was uh i know i've heard you share it before yeah i, those, re- those, I reference this passage a lot those four points it's 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 isn't it ingrained in our some of our core yeah it is values here at destiny yeah it really shows what a church should be all about and how a church should organize and our church i, I mean the the picture that we have of the church in the first century I think is a model church. Mm-hmm. If ever there was a church that had doctrinal purity and the power of the Holy Spirit moving and love for one another, all of the marks that we want in our church, they certainly had it. Mm-hmm. So we've we've tried to model ourselves as best as we can after after this, and it didn't just start this past Sunday. I mean, that's been in our, our heart and our DNA for a long time. So a lot of a lot of this stuff is familiar, but it's good to remind ourselves of it. Yeah. So Yeah, at four points and taken right from verse forty two. From verse forty two, which says, And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. So, so I talked I talked about how they were a devoted church. Mm-hmm. And the four things that they were devoted to. And that devotion is something that is ongoing. It's not, oh, I'm just devoted to it on Sunday, but every day. Right. And we even see that as that passage continues, that they actually met, the church met together from house to house day by day, which is kind of exciting to me. Yeah. What what that would look like. I mean, don't do it right now. Right. But, yeah, I mean... it's just cool to know that they had a pulse on all the needs of their 
members. Yeah, and it's a it's a large group. Yeah. Three thousand people. And they were were serving each other and loving each other in a beautiful way. So they had three thousand and later in chapter four it says that they've grown to to five thousand. Wow. So the first church was a mega church, no doubt. Mm-hmm. And some people in Acts chapter six, when we get there, some people start to slip through the cracks. And so they have to reorganize a little bit to make sure that everybody's taken care of. Yeah. But it's a it's an amazing picture. And the four things they were devoted to, I think it's important for us to be devoted to as well, that we're devoted to God's word. Mm-hmm. We're devoted to prayer, breaking bread together. We kind of got to put that on the back burner for a little while. Yeah. But we're still the church mm-hmm. and fellowship. While we can't gather the way we would like right now, there are, there are ways for us to encourage one another and, and still have that Christian fellowship through text and phone calls, email, FaceTime, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So they're all selling their possessions. Mm-hmm. So those who are wealthy are, are selling land and, and goods to take care of those who, who are in need. Yeah. And some people will look at this and say, uh, this is socialism. Mm-hmm. Christians should be in favor of socialism. Or some will look at this and say it's actually communism. What do you think? You think this is socialism? Do I don't what? think it has to have a certain label, but I, I think that what they are doing is something that we as Christians should continue to do that I don't necessarily think that we have bought into this attitude right? where what's mine isn't really mine and what can I use what God has given me to help the body of Christ. Right. We, we certainly haven't bought into it at this level. Right. But the difference between this and socialism or communism, the difference mm-hmm. is that they're doing it free will, that mm-hmm. no one is making them do it. Mm-hmm. And in socialism and communism, the government comes and takes your stuff against your will. Yeah. Which is a horrible thing. Yeah. But this is incredible because they're doing this of their own accord. Right. Which if we are people who are filled with the spirit and have Christ alive on the inside of us who gave everything to serve others, it should fl- that, that attitude and spirit should flow out. Mm-hmm. And that's what we see here. Yeah. It's, it's Christ alive on the inside of them. And they're selling what they've got, meeting the needs of others, and everyone's taken care of. Mm -hmm. And then it says the Lord added to the church day by day, that every single day people were saying, I want to be a part of this. Yeah. This this is exciting. And the church grows and grows rapidly. Because they were devoted to it. The whole church had bought in. Right. Like you said, it wasn't just a, a Sunday, we're excited thing. Yeah. But every day it was like, how can we keep this going yeah i i think our our individualistic mindset really hampers us as far as uh, americans go Mm -hmm. with with the way we approach community we're always thinking what's in it for me yeah is is what i'm putting in worth what i'm getting that that whole thing where we constantly measure everything that way the value proposition Mm -hmm. and when it comes to the church it's just not the it's not the way we're we're supposed to approach it it's it's and if we do approach it that way it a church it it 
doesn't become a family the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, that's something I've had to wrestle with, you know, as I oversee a bunch of volunteers is trying to, I find myself oftentimes communicating it in a way like you, you'll right come early, we'll feed you, you know, we'll, we'll still take care of your needs, we'll make it pleasing for you before you go and do this hard thing or yeah. give of your time. Right. And, and we should be happy to do that. Yeah, we are. Because we, we want to bless the yes. people that are serving. But it's a mark of maturity when someone will just show up and say, I'm here to serve. Yeah. I'm here to give. You don't have to pamper me. You don't have to hold carrots in front of me. You don't, you don't have to put on a big product. Like, I'm here. I'm bought in. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to go. That's a mark of maturity. Yeah. And hopefully we're able to lead people to maturity Maturity. Maturity. Is that a Nacho Libre thing? Yeah. I think he says I'm very, or something is very mature. Mature. Anyway, leading people into that, and that's a process. Yeah. And and we see that in our kids too, you know, as as we're raising young children, trying to lead them into maturity, Mm -hmm. that they're not just thinking about themselves all the time, but that they're thinking about others more. Mm Mm-hmm. And Philippians chapter two talks about, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who left heaven and came to earth, humbled himself even to the point of being killed on a cross, and that it's through humbling yourself and humiliation that God then lifts you up. And it's just, it's so counterintuitive to the way our our mind works. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have to constantly be renewing our mind with the word of God. Yeah. So the great thing about technology is that I, I think we can still accomplish three of these four things during this quarantine pandemic. Right. right. I think right now, especially even you know, with being quarantined to your house, trying to stay inside, there there should be more time for people to fellowship with other believers via connecting on social media or FaceTime. Yeah. And definitely probably we'll have more time to pray right and be in the word right so i would encourage you not to use this as an excuse to veg out and you know a lot of the sports people i follow on twitter that their job is to write about sports and everything they're like finally i can catch up on all of these shows that i haven't been (laughs) able to watch in the last three years and you know what are your binge worthy shows and I would pray that our church doesn't take that mindset of of what can I That's hilarious. What can I consume to fill my time? That that is that is just the furthest thing from my mind. Yeah. To be honest, and I'm not trying to be holier than thou, but follow me as I follow Christ. I I mean yesterday before I went home, you know, there's there's just the unknown factor, mm-hmm. right? I Every day I go home, I don't know if there's going to be an order that you can't leave your house for a week. Right. So yesterday I took home three books, you know, that I'm, I'm wanting to get caught up on mm-hmm. that have to do with ministry, have to do with uh, worship, and the other one had to do with preaching. And I'm, I just, I, like, I want to use this opportunity to, to grow. Yeah. To grow my relationship with God. And I've been more consistently over the last week pulling my family together 
for devotions mm-hmm. in you know spring break last week and then now this week again that the kids are home yeah and we're not in such a rush to get out the door and since some of the evening things that I normally have to do here at the church have been canceled really being intentional about family devotions more yeah. mm-hmm. and praying together mm-hmm. more and it's been good it, it's it's really it's it's been it, for us it's been good as a family in that sense yeah and so i think i thank the lord for the time that that he's giving us and trying to make the best use of it while we can yeah so what i'm hoping is that we can develop some good habits yeah during this lockdown that yeah. will continue right after it's lifted right not only just hygiene habits sure but you know checking in on people praying for people family devotions things like that so i i think i i saw uh, i've seen a few pastors that say that you know they're excited about this time because they when when the church meets opposition usually god does something big so i believe that can happen right as they as we devote ourselves to these things and don't just check out because we're not physically coming to destiny church exactly we just because we're not meeting weekly doesn't mean that we stop being the church yeah so i wanted to walk through romans chapter 13 Mm -hmm. and just our our thinking and our process for why we are not meeting Mm -hmm. so i'm going to read uh the first couple of verses of Romans 13. And just an update, I don't know if we said it at the beginning, but we're not we're not meeting at all any of our meetings right. throughout the week. We've canceled all of those right. for the time being. Right. So yesterday President Trump came out and he asked all Americans to refrain from gathering in groups of 10 or more. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, we have indefinitely postponed all of our community groups, our prayer times, our KBI, our youth ministry our Celebrate Recovery Ministry, obviously our Sunday services, basically everything but one-on-one with people Mm -hmm. we have suspended Mm -hmm. in response to what the president asked us to do. So I've I've gotten a little bit of pushback on that, and I understand that, but I, I want to take this time that we have on this podcast to explain why I think this is the, not just the right decision or the wise decision, but the, the biblical decision to do. So Romans chapter 13, verse one says, let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God. And those authorities that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad conduct. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive God's approval. For the government is a servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he, who, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is God's servant, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on wrongdoers. Therefore, one must be in subjection, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. For because of this, you also pay taxes. For the authorities are ministers of God, attending to this very thing. Pay all to what is owed them, taxes to whom taxes are owed, 
Revenue to whom revenue is owed. Respect to whom respect is owed. Honor to whom honor is owed. And so the reason why we are canceling our events and services and gatherings is because our authority, our president, our government leaders have asked us to do so. Mm -hmm. And they haven't asked us to do so because of our doctrine or because of our teaching or because we say that Jesus Christ is Lord. They haven't said we have to stop teaching the Bible. If if they came and told us those things, mm-hmm. we would have to do like the apostles say in Acts chapter 4. Should we obey God or men? We're going to obey God. Right. Because in in those things, in those areas, the church has authority when it comes to matters of doctrine and teaching and preaching the name of Christ. Mm-hmm. God has specifically given the church that commission to do, and we must carry it out. But in matters of our civil life, we are instructed to submit to the governing authorities. Paul here names taxes. Another one would be the speed limit. Mm-hmm. You know, you know the, the, the things that the government has been given authority over, and it says for our good, for the good of the citizens. Mm-hmm. And so this public health crisis with coronavirus slash COVID-19, this is an area that the church doesn't have authority in. I'm not a doctor. It's not my job to to look out for the good of the entire country mm-hmm. as a church or as a pastor. That's the government's job and the government's been given authority in that realm. And what this passage says is that that authority has been given to the government by God for our good therefore we must submit to that authority and in doing so we submit to god and paul here even calls those governing authorities ministers of god and so the 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 thing that president trump is doing and vice president mike pence and everyone at the cdc to our governor to our mayor they're actually doing ministry on behalf of god for the good of the people of this country and to rebel against that Mm is not to just rebel against them. This says it's to rebel against God. And so we believe that we're actually submitting to God as we obey what the government leaders are telling us in the realm that God has given them authority. Now, if they want to overstep their authority and speak on matters of doctrine or matters of faith or matters of what we preach and what we teach, then we have to say, no, absolutely not. This, that's not an area that you have authority in. But in the areas which God has given them authority, and I do believe that this public health crisis is one of those areas, I believe as Christians we are called to submit. And that in doing so, there's actually a blessing on that mm-hmm. from God. Mm-hmm. So that's why, we're, that's why we're canceling things for the time being. As much as I hate it, yeah. I, I want to gather. I want to get together and worship. I want to get together and, and share God's word and encourage one another. I know that people are scared and afraid, and I, I wish to God that we could be getting together, but we have to trust God, and we have to trust his word, and we're doing that yeah, by submitting to our governing authorities for this temporary season. Mm-hmm. So that's our reasoning. That's our thinking behind that. And I would encourage all Christians to seriously consider that this is what God has instructed us to do as mm-hmm. his people, mm-hmm. to be model citizens and not rebel against the authority that God has given over us. That's good. Yeah, I've, I've seen 
you know, a few people online bragging how they're going out and doing stuff like kind of like they're just parading it that they're not doing what the government is asking, which to me is silly and disrespectful. So we're, we're, well, it's unloving too against your fellow man, right? Which we don't know how deadly this virus is. We're still trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I hope it, I hope, you know, hope and pray and pray seriously. And we are praying that God would, would intervene and, and stop the spread of this. But it's, it's seriously unloving to, to be out there, just with a, a total disregard for what experts mm-hmm. are saying. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll keep podcasting. We will uh, as um, long as we can I until mean, he until they shut down meetings of two or more, right? Two or less, exactly, or more or whatever. We'll still be meeting, and uh, so keep looking forward to that and check in with us Sunday morning. And I encourage you to share that as well. Uh, as you do tune in Sunday on Facebook Live, share that because there's, you know, there's, there are a lot of people that are just at home doing nothing. Right. They don't have the mindset that we do to still get the word. And so more than likely, they're just sitting around doing nothing at home. And so if they see a, a share from a church, maybe they'll curiously click on that and who knows what God can do in their life. Yeah, we had the largest live stream we've ever had Yeah, this past Sunday. And I believe this Sunday will be even greater as people share it. And this Sunday specifically, I'm going to be giving a, a gospel call and calling people to put their faith in Christ. And so I, I believe that God can even move mm-hmm. in a mighty way in this time because the word is still going out. We're not going to stop preaching the word and sharing the word of God. Yeah. That's going to continue. So I just want to end today by lifting people up in prayer. I know that there's people out there that are anxious, that are fearful, and that we daily need to renew our minds, our thoughts, our emo- emotions, and, and center them and, and ground them in the word of God and in prayer. So I just want to pray for everybody who's listening today. Father, I thank you that you are in control. Lord, your word teaches us so clearly that you see everything and that you govern and rule over all. So Lord, we rest in your sovereignty We rest in your providence. We rest in your goodness that you promise to be good to us. We rest in your righteousness that you always do the right thing all the time. Father, help us to not be overcome with anxiety or with fear, but that our faith would grow in this season, that we would learn to trust in you like never before. And I thank you that you are going to prove yourself on behalf of your people as you take care of us through this season. Lord, help us not to only be focused on our own needs, but to look out beyond ourselves to see how we might serve our fellow man in the name of Christ. It's in that name that we pray. Amen. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. We hope you have a great week. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Watch out for people and share the word. Be in the word. Share the word. Fellowship with someone. Think of someone you can contact today via text message, email, Facebook, FaceTime, and encourage them in the Lord. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon.